0: Welcome in, everybody. Another episode of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast. A network, Matt Derry with you on this, say, Tuesday, September 14th, and a Wednesday, September 15th. Lions with their customary Tuesday off. They'll be back in the practice field Wednesday, get an extra day to prep for the Packers Monday night football at Lambeau next Monday. We'll talk about it a little bit later on with Rob Parker. Yes, Robert Lee Parker, ex of the Free Press, the Detroit News, DFN. And now of Deadspin.com, wrote a column today about Matthew Stafford and Rob Parker at Fox Sports Radio weeknights with Chris Broussard on the uh, night show, The Odd Couple from 7 to 10. There's a connection between Rob and this week's game, which is, I'm going kind of, uh, I'm going off the map here, but you'll see coming up why we're having Rob on. I'll explain coming up. I think the Lions have a shot to score a lot of points on Monday night, and there's a big reason why. That's the Parker connection. I'll explain that coming up momentarily. Lions lose a kicker off their practice squad. The Zane train is heading to Carolina. And I want to uh, remark on last night's Peyton Manning, Eli Manning show on Monday Night Football on ESPN2. We'll do that today on the program here on Lockdown Lions. We're brought to you by our friends at Locked On NFL Sunday. Looking for a Sunday pregame show that talks about every game and every team in depth. Check out the Locked On NFL Sunday Show live every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. No sketches, no celebrity cameos, no fluff. Just football every Sunday morning with my guys Cody Rourke and Ross Jackson. Follow and subscribe to Locked On NFL on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. And don't forget to turn on notifications to be notified when the show goes live every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. You can follow me on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks. Our Locked On Lions Twitter right now is having some issues, which we are fixing at Locked On Lions and also the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. All right, here we go. Monday night, Lions, Packers in Green Bay. How in God's green earth are the Lions going to knock off Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, right? You're thinking to yourself, Packers just got smoked last week. Rodgers played like his worst game. There is no way the Lions will win. They're already like 11 and a half point underdogs. Right? Listen, do you know who the Green Bay Packers defensive coordinator is? Do you realize that the Green Bay Packers, this offseason, fired Mike Pettin and hired Joe Barry? Yes, that Joe Barry. Joe Barry, that was the defensive coordinator for the Lions under his father-in-law, Rod Marinelli, in 2007 and 2008, in 2007, the Lions defense allowed 377 yards a game and 28 points per game, worst in the league. In 08, they go 0-16. They allow 404 yards a game, last in the league, and 32 points per game. Joe Barry fired when Rod Marinelli was fired. He somehow finds a way to get back in the NFL as a D coordinator In 2015 and 16, with the then Washington Redskins, his defense in 2015 gave up 380 yards a game, 28th in the league, and 24 points per game. And then in 2016, 378 yards a game, 28th in the league, and 24 points per game. He's horrific as a defensive coordinator. And Joe Barry is running the Packers defense now. And last week, Jameis Winston, Eda W, and the Saints dropped a 38-burger on him. <laughs> but Joe Barry's buddies with Matt LaFleur from their Rams days. So buddies hire buddies in the NFL. And Joe Barry's getting another shot at being a D coordinator. The Lions have a chance to score some points. Joe Barry is brutal as a defensive coordinator. And we saw it firsthand the other day when the Packers could not stop the Saints. Now, the Saints have a good offense, but still, it's a Green Bay defense with the Smith boys, and, you know, they're loaded. Jair Alexander didn't look good last week. But Joe Barry getting a third chance to be a D coordinator. So maybe maybe the Lions have a chance. Maybe they can get Jamal Williams out in space, DeAndre Swift, T.J. Hawkinson. Joe Barry defenses stink. Stink. He was in over his head in 07 and 08. Now, again, that was many years ago. And if you recall, and if you recall in 2008, it got so bad for Joe Barry that Rob Parker asked Rod Marinelli At the press conference late in the season after the New Orleans loss, do you wish your daughter would have married a better defensive coordinator? It got Rob suspended from the Detroit News. Uh, He was not fired by the news. He left the news and got a buyout, by the way. Uh, Rob left and was working at ESPN. ESPN had no problem with what he did. Terry Bradshaw went off on Rob. We're going to talk to Rob about that day. Coming up momentarily. Coming up next. Um, I want to do that. First, I want to tell you about Bet Online. They're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron. We got football season underway. BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, and get your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. All right, BetOnline's the best. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Even got Vegas casino games on the website. They're awesome. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, quickly before we get to uh, Rob from Deadspin and Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Zane Gonzalez was signed to the uh, Carolina Panthers today and has been signed off the Lions practice squad. If you recall, Austin uh, Seibert went one for two in field goals last weekend. He's safe, at least, for another game. Zane Gonzalez was on the practice squad, had a chance to win the job in the preseason when he was battling with Randy Bullock, among others, and didn't get it done. But the Panthers have signed Gonzalez off the Lions practice squad. So that's a move that took place Earlier today. Also, uh, I got to get to this before we talk to Rob. Last night, I thoroughly enjoyed, I don't know about you guys, but I thoroughly enjoyed last night's broadcast on ESPN 2 of Peyton and Eli watching the Monday night game. It was incredible. I loved it. I thought it was absolutely awesome. And I'm contemplating this weekend or this Monday night watching it again during the Lions game. There's a part of me going, well, I want to hear the play-by-play and the and the and, and the and the color commentary and all that, but I couldn't stop watching that last night. Those guys were great. Peyton is amazing on television. He's funny. He's witty. And you know, Eli's a nice foil. Eli's not as personable, but it's it, it, it was fun. And um I, I thought it was really good. It was original. And look. I'm not a Steve Levy fan on the Monday night call. I wasn't sitting there going, oh man, I'm missing Steve Levy. I wasn't thinking that, you know, how I feel about Lewis Riddick. That's my guy, but I just thought Peyton and Eli were great. And in the fourth quarter in overtime with Russell Wilson on, on with them was incredible. Russell Wilson was amazing on TV when he retires one day from the Seahawks. He's going to be, he's going to be great on television, whatever role he wants. The three of them were having a blast, and it was just a good watch. So props to ESPN2 for Peyton Manning for putting that together. They're doing 10 of the 16 or 10 of the 17 weeks, I think, or the 16 weeks of Monday Night Football. That was just a lot of fun. So anybody that missed that last night, there's tons of clips on Twitter, and uh I thought they were awesome. I just thought it was really, really funny. I mean, like a like a smoke alarm or something when or like an alarm goes off in the middle of the. As they were going to one of the breaks, it was funny. And Peyton was just into it, man. Talk about the quarterbacks. And, ah, uh, that's a bad call there. And, you know, Eli was getting his balls busted by Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis was on there. But Russell Wilson was great. But I I really enjoyed it. So I hope you guys are with me on that. I'm gonna probably going to watch the Lions game that way this weekend. Can't wait. Or on Monday night. Can't wait to hear what they say about about our team. All right, Rob Parker, next, first, rockauto.com. The best place to get auto parts is rockauto.com. You just go to the website and get what you need right there, then and there. Save time and money when you use Rock Auto. Why do you choose to spend like 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Don't do that, all right? Like a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 if you go to the store. You go to Rock Auto, it's $216. They are a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for everybody, every customer. Go to the website now, RockAuto.com. See all the parts available for your car, or truck, and write "Locked On" in their "How did you hear about us?" box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at RockAuto.com. And hey, what about DirectTV Stream? Folks, does this sound familiar? You've got a device for one thing. You've got a device for another thing. You've got 50 remotes. It's a mess. I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle. All right? And a great way to finally get your TV together, and that is direct TV stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. Best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion. You'll get your TV together with directTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, so I laid out my plan as to how the Lions are going to have an opportunity to win on Monday night against Green Bay. Old buddy Joe Barry is in town. We're not saying in town, but he'll be facing his former team as the Packers' defensive coordinator. When you think Joe Barry, there's only one person to talk to. Rob Parker, legendary former Detroit News columnist, now with Deadspin, now with Fox Sports Radio, the Odd Couple Show with Chris Broussard, weeknights 7 to 10, who had the infamous, I don't want to call it run-in with him, Rob, but when people think Joe Barry, they think Rob Parker, right?
1: Well, maybe. I mean, you know, down, down years from now, Matt, They might make a list. You know, they always make a list. The greatest questions ever asked in a press conference. I got to be one or two. Maybe the woman who asked Doug Williams, how long has he been a black quarterback, might beat me out. But I think I'm going to be in the top three. All
0: right. Take me back to that day. Uh, The Lions were on their way to 0-16. Rod Marinelli, of course, was the head coach. The team was terrible. Joe Barry was the D coordinator. And you ask Marinelli, if he wishes his daughter would have married a different offensive coordinator. I mean, gosh, it seems like yesterday that happened. Did you know all the fireworks were going to happen after that?
1: No, not at all. I mean, he, here's the thinking behind it. And you know this, I covered every Lions game for about 20 years working in Detroit. So I, I knew the whole story been around. And if anybody who followed the Lions locally, I asked Rod Marinelli every week, if he was going to fire his defensive coordinator and whether or not it was his fault or whose fault it was. That year, the defense was god awful. So, in that game against the Saints, the Saints sco- scored on every offensive possess- possession except for the final one where they kneeled down because, you know, the game was over.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was just an embarrassing effort and the whole nine yards. So it wasn't the first question I asked. I asked a typical question throughout the press conference. And looking for an answer, you know, maybe I was misguided into thinking I might get a funny comment or something. I said, if you listen to the question, on a lighter note, I was trying to make light in a tough situation. At that time, they were 0-15. And I said, on a lighter note, do you wish your daughter would have married a better defensive coordinator? (laughs) <laughs> i thought it was clever i thought i could have gotten like yeah she i tried to get her to bury buddy ryan but he wasn't cute enough you know what i mean i was well, looking yeah as, as a as a columnist i was looking for something fun or cute or you know what i mean something to break the moment and it didn't happen
0: so, so. wait so so you know I, I mentioned before you came on i mean joe barry's defenses have been historically bad and he's getting a third chance to be a D coordinator. I mean, I, and I, it's almost like I wish I would have talked to you about this when he took the job, and not that this is locked on Packers. It's locked on Lions, but I honestly think, Rob, that the Lions might have a chance to score some points because, of, because he's on the other sideline. He's that bad.
1: Well, he has been bad, and it is a miracle. I, I get why the Packers made a move. I mean, you can't give up that touchdown to Tom Brady. And the Bucks at the end of the first half in that playoff game, right, playing man to man in that situation. I mean, that was just the most ridiculous defensive call. Call, and it cost their d- defensive uh, their their uh d- coordinator his gig. You know what I mean?
0: Because yeah, Mike Patton. A, yep, yep.
1: Yeah, it was such a terrible call, Matt. You know that. Um, but uh, I, I, is there nobody else out there in NFL America? I don't know it. Maybe it's relationships. I don't know. Maybe the Packers owed them something. I have no idea how he got that job. Uh, yeah, and they gave up a lot of points, 38 points uh, to New Orleans. So, yeah, there's a chance that the Lions um, can score points. The big thing is going to be is the Lions' defense, which uh, allowed the 49ers to run over them. Is Are they going to show up? Because you could imagine Aaron Rodgers coming off that terrible game is going to play better. I almost guarantee you that. So I think they got to be ready for the, for Aaron Rodgers, and it might have to be a, sh- a shootout.
0: No, I, I mean, it, it, it's going to have to be. Yeah, I mean, you know Green Bay's going to score, like you said, with, with Okuda out, and the defense isn't very good, but I think the Lions have a chance because, I think, like you said, I mean, scheme-wise, yeah, the Packers have a good defense, and there's some guys on there to fear, but, again, it's Joe Barry. Uh, talking to Rob Parker, Deadspin.com. Wrote a column today about Matthew Stafford, which I want to get to, you can also hear Rob, of course, on Fox Sports Radio, former Detroit uh, columnist and radio star was, was everywhere. Great to me. He and I worked together for years at DFN. Rob, what about um, uh, I want to ask you about after that whole Joe Barry thing, I think you did get suspended from the paper. But like, did you ever talk to the guy or have to apologize? Whatever went down with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I didn't think it was that big of a deal, to be honest. You know, or like, as a reporter, you ask questions. You know, people can say no comment. They don't have to like them. You know what I mean? I don't think I was disrespectful. I think I was just trying, as a columnist, to get a funny line. That's what I was looking for. And I I said, hey, I called to try to apologize to Rod. I didn't want to make it like it was about his daughter, because it really wasn't. And that was it, you know. After that, it became such a big, it, and it only became a big story, Matt. You know this because of the uh, Fox, broadcast, the Fox. <laughs> oh,
0: Terry yeah, Brad, Terry Brad, Brad. I forgot Terry Bradshaw like yeah. blistered you. That's awesome. Right, exactly. That is so
1: awesome. When, because you know that my my question was on was on uh, live TV and radio in Detroit, and there was nothing. There was no pushback. Do you know what I mean? But when you put something on national television and people are attacking a reporter or whatever, that's when it became bigger. So it is what it is.
0: All right, final thing. Uh, you wrote a column today, deadspin.com. It's still just Matthew Stafford. Quarterback looked great beating the Bears, but let's see how he does against a good team. Uh, you've always been somebody I think has been right down the middle on Stafford. You've been fair when he's played well. And you've always said, show me something. Win something big. What do you think of a love fest that's going on right now for him?
1: I think it's over the top. I understand why Sean McVay is in in all the way because his reputation's on the line. I mean, he traded away their future, a lot of their, you know, top draft picks. And if this doesn't pan out, it's going to hurt the Rams organization moving forward. So he has to win with Stafford in the next two or three years. If they don't win, it's a failure. I just think when you look at the numbers, I think it's comical when you hear some of the national broadcasters and people act as if the Rams have never scored points. I mean, first of all, the franchise is the greatest show on turf, right? You remember in the 90s. of course. And then this team in 2018 uh, averaged 32 and a, 32.9 points with Jared Goff, who's now a bum, according to everybody, right? He's a bum, but they averaged 32.9 points. They had 400 first downs, only the fourth team in NFL history to do that. and uh, as far as yards per game, 421, 12th all-time, all-time offenses, not, you know, 12th all-time in NFL history. The league's 101 years old. So it's pretty amazing what uh, uh, Sean McVay and Jared Goff were able to do. So my only point is people are acting as if – Stafford has rejuvenated or changed the Rams. They've always scored points. So it's a matter of, can Matthew Stafford win you the big game when it matters? He still has a winning percentage of 106 against teams that finish 500. So 500, above 500. So we'll wait and see. You know what I mean? Like when they play these tough teams in their own division, how good Stafford is and uh, going up against some of the top defenses. So we'll see. I'm not sold yet. I don't believe Stafford will win a Super Bowl for the Rams.
0: Well, I thought your piece was fair because even the people that love Stafford have got to be, especially here in Detroit, have got to be watching that broadcast on Sunday. I think Chris Collinsworth is usually pretty good with Al Michaels, but I was just stunned to hear Collinsworth act like he had never called one of Stafford's games before. And I pointed this out yesterday, Rob. He called the playoff game against the Seahawks years ago. That was a Saturday night, NBC primetime game, and and Russell Wilson t- totally de Stafford. So, come on, Chris, you've seen this guy play before. It was, it was almost right. like I've never seen him before. Oh, my God, who is this new guy? It's like, geez.
1: And don't you remember 2014 when the Lions had a good team? They had a top-five defense. They right. were 11-5 that year. Uh, they had a chance to win the division. You remember they played the Packers. They could have won the division had a home playoff game and a bye, and they lost that game. Then they played Dallas in the playoffs. And, you know, people talk about the pass and the the, the call, right? The Right. The, bad the, call
0: the Brandon got. Pettigrew play, yep.
1: Exactly. But but they got the ball back. Matt, anybody who's a Lions fan could go back and look. They got the ball back with about two and a half minutes to go and two timeouts. Stafford and the Lions went four and out. Game's over. But yep. that, that's I mean, those are facts. You can talk about the organization's bad and the history of the lines and all that. That had nothing to do with uh, two and a half minutes to go in Dallas where he grew up, right, and two timeouts, a chance to have a signature win and beat the Cowboys. It was laying right there for him.
0: Rob, great catching up, brother. Keep up the great work.
1: Always, Matt. My man, you know that we go back for 25 years. It's amazing. Continue success, my
0: man. NBC you later? <laughs> That's right. Well, NBC you later. My God, local four. There, there, there. There. <laughs> there he is. 20 years there. There he is. Rob Park with us, deadspin.com. Read a Stafford piece. And also tune him in with Chris Broussard on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio weeknights, 7 to 10. We're back tomorrow right here on Lockdown Lions on the Lockdown Podcast Network.